We are continuing the conversation, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on the hottest form of Alabama news, notes, and information. You are locked on to In My Own Words with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Back from the break, Crimson Tide picking up a huge verbal commitment late in its 2019 signing class in the form of graduate transfer Landon Dickerson on the offensive line from Florida State. We will get to that on the other side of the break. But right now, I want to dive into returning senior defensive back Shaheem Carter, the former four-star in the 2016 recruiting class out of Kentwood, Louisiana, and why fans need to pay and national media need to pay more so attention to this young man. Here's a guy that was an elite athlete and one of the nation's top high school cornerbacks to come in that 20. 16 cycle, a lot of people are excited about Trayvon Diggs, Patrick Sertan II, and Xavier McKinney, and for obvious reasons. First and foremost, Trayvon Diggs, I get it, former four-star in the 2016 class out of Maryland. An elite athlete at 6'2", 200 plus pounds, rangy, athletic, physical, long arms, good wingspan, can press jam, can frustrate receivers, and was having a great year in 2018 before the foot injury came against Arkansas, was actually leading the team in pass breakups with six. He's back. People are excited about Patrick Sertan II, young man out of Plantation, Florida, former five-star, a guy that was having an, a freshman, an all-SEC freshman team year, a freshman All-American year, even though he got burned a bit in the college football playoff semifinal against Oklahoma, the Orange Bowl, he needed that matchup against CeeDee Lamb to grow him in his development of being physical, of playing sound against elite targets in college football, but not just that, being able to efficiently defend the back shoulder throw. And then with Xavier McKinney, second year playing safety, tough ball skills, hard hitter, intensity, just all three of those guys. It's it's a good thing to be excited about them. And they're going to bring their A game to the table. But the reason why I bring Shaheem Carter to the conversation is down the stretch of last season, as the stage got bigger, he got bigger. As the games got tougher, his style of play elevated. He closed in on wide receivers. He showed the ball skills. He an exceptional tackler. This was a guy that was able to come off the edge in the Southeastern Conference Championship game against Georgia, against Jake Fromm, and provided a crucial quarterback hurry that forced an incomplete pass that led to Alabama getting the come-from-behind 35-28 win to capture a Southeastern Conference Championship and its sixth of the Nick Saban era. Over the weekend, I posted a tweet to social media that basically talked about this on how Carter is an underrated guy among the fan base, is not talked about enough, and an underrated guy when you look at the NFL media, the draft pundits in terms of the 2020 venue. He's not talked about enough. And um, amongst the, the guys that you know interacted with, with this tweet as it went viral happened to be quite a few current 
Crimson Tide players and a former Alabama football standout. Of the current players, you have wide receivers Jerry Judy, Jalen Waddle, and Devontae Smith interacted. Defensive back Jared Maiden interacted. Shaheem Carter himself retweeted the uh, the post. Running back Jerome Ford chimed in. And even long snapper Thomas Fletcher had some things to say. In terms of former players, Levi Wallace chipped in and gave his thoughts on the post. So with all of these guys interacting, what this means, they have a lot of expectations for Shaheem Carter this year. Of course, he has an expectation for himself. And as for fans of Alabama football, you enjoy this product. You enjoy this football team. And guys that cover the NFL draft, here's the reason why you should be on the lookout for Carter in the upcoming season. First and foremost, let's just dive into his stats from last season. 2018 Shaheem Carter, 44 tackles a season ago, three and a half of those for loss. He had 10 pass breakups, which was tied for second on the team. He had three quarterback hurries, which led all defensive backs for Alabama. He had one forced fumble. He had two interceptions, both returned for touchdowns. Now, Minka Fitzpatrick, Shaheem Carter had a Minka Fitzpatrick-esque year in 2018. I say this because Minka Fitzpatrick came to Alabama, New Jersey native, former five-star, came to Alabama in 2015. He started as a nickel corner at star as a freshman. Minka's freshman year, 45 tackles, three of those for loss. He had two sacks, 11 pass breakups, which was a team high, two interceptions, both returned for touchdowns. Fitzpatrick that year, freshman All-SEC player, freshman All-American, just a huge, huge deal. If you look at Shaheem's numbers and you look at Minka's numbers, they, they are highly identical. The only difference, Fitzpatrick had the two sacks. And I know a lot of people, when you bring this up, they go, well, Minka's way more talented than Shaheem, and Minka did so much more for Alabama. Bama was able to play him all over the field. He had way more of an impact than what Shaheem Carter has had, and that's the case because Shaheem sat behind Fitzpatrick two years. Sat behind him 2016 and 2017, and when you're able to start as a freshman like Minka did, you're able to come in and not just ball, but give yourself a chance to grow and mature throughout your career. And that's just the first part. The second part is Nick Saban was able to get all of his playmakers on the field in the secondary during that time where Fitzpatrick played from 2015 to 2017. Minka played with Lawrence Hootie Jones. He played with Tony Brown. He played with you know, guys like uh, Levi Wallace. Played with... Cyrus Jones, played with Ronnie Harrison, played with Marlon Humphrey. Nick Saban was able to get all the marquee stars on the field in the secondary all at one time, which allowed for Minka to be as great as he was, which allowed for Minka to have that freedom to roam the field, have the instincts, track the football, and create those big-time plays. When you have ballers, when you have big-time playmakers on the field with you, 
It allows you to be kind of comfortable in your own skin and do your own thing. And when I look at Shaheem Carter, he's right now just a nickel corner as a slot corner. And that's the reason why he's probably not getting the attention from a lot of these NFL draft pundits in terms of trying to be a first-round pick. If I was Nick Saban right now, and getting Shaheem Carter the maximum production, I would look at moving him to free safety. And here's why. Shaheem, to me, at six feet, 195 pounds, fits that mold as a free safety. Somebody that can read the eyes of the quarterback, play the hash marks, play the numbers, possess that range to track the ball, generate interceptions, flip the field, and play that center field role back there. I think Shaheem has that has those capabilities. I know people are warning Alabama wants Jarrett Maiden to take on this role, young man out of Texas, but Maiden kind of strikes me as more of that thumper type, more of that hard-hitting dime safety linebacker hybrid, so to speak. He can come down the box and take on a running back in the flat or a wide receiver in the flat or a tight end running across the middle of the field, wide receiver coming on a slant kind of drag-like pattern. He would handle the curl middle to flats as that dime backer type guy. That's what Jarrett Maiden fits me as versus a true coverage ball skill matching pass pattern free safety. I see that more for Shaheem Carter. If I was Nick Saban and I was doing my base 3-4 defense, I would have, of course, Trayvon Diggs, Patrick Sertan at the corners, Xavier McKinney, and uh, Shaheem Carter at safety. In terms of nickel, I would have uh, Patrick Sertan, Trayvon Diggs at the corners. I would put Josh Job at star. I would have him at nickel. That young man showed me a lot this spring at six feet, 186 pounds, six one, excuse me, 186 pounds out of Florida. He can be a natural agitator of wide receivers. Had three pass breakups in the spring game. I would have Josh Joe at nickel. I would have Xavier McKinney at safety, Shaheem Carter at safety. In the dime package, and this is where it really becomes fun, Sertan digs a corner, Josh Joe star, Jarrett Maiden money, dime back, Xavier McKinney safety, Shaheem Carter safety. It's all about getting your best players on the field and allowing a guy that is instinctive, that is experienced, maybe a bit underrated, but allowing that guy to truly break out in a form of you can't deny him, you can't turn away from him, you gotta watch and see what he can do. And in terms of Shaheem Carter, I feel like he would be a bona fide superstar at safety due to his size, due to his experience, due to his ball skills, due to the young man's got the instincts. According to a post I read from CBS, they literally had their top 100 projected guys for the draft. And even though Trayvon Diggs missed nine games, they had him listed at number 37. They expect big things from him. 
had Diggs listed at 37. They had Shaheem Carter out of the 100 at number 64. Think he's much better than 64. The only reason why they got him there, he's only played at slot corner. If I was Nick Saban, I would put this guy at free safety. I would put all my best playmakers on the field at that secondary, and I would let this young man work. Because you've got the culture. With Charles Kelly entering his 29th season, with defensive backs, with Carl Scott entering his 15th season, with defensive backs primarily at corner, cornerbacks coach, and with Nick Saban being a secondary guru, a secondary guy, the coaching's there. The tenure is there. All you got to do, put Shaheem Carter in the best possible place, in the best possible spot to really show and provide what he can do on the field. He is underrated at times, but here's a guy that is a bona fide star, and he's looking to prove he is first-round worthy. Shaheem Carter, watch out for him in the upcoming season. We take our final break here on In My Own Words. As always, people, download the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. Do that right now. Treat yourself accordingly. We're talking about the best news, notes, information. You want to know all about the team you crave, the team you enjoy, the team you watch, your football team, Crimson Tide. Download this app. iPhone app store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you got the Android phone. You check out the podcast options at the bottom of the screen. You get your subscription to TDAlabamaMag.com to have all the latest. And also, you subscribe to Touchdown Alabama Magazine on YouTube. Follow the site that's got over 1 million video views. Keeping up with your Alabama football program. When we get back, folks, we tidy up loose ends by talking about Landon Dickerson, the offensive lineman coming to the Crimson Tide via graduate transfer. Don't touch that dial, folks. We're coming back to In My Own Words.